hello and welcome to the Top Red Podcast with me, Dave. I am once again joined by Josh and Shane, whose rumours of his demise were not true. It turns out, how's it going? Good afternoon. Hello, I'm alright. Hello. Oh, you really sound like somebody who's probably been kept up all night, Shane. Do I hear? Aggressive, that's nice. Thanks. Either that or you've got a Fulham hangover, it's one or the other. I've just come in from being in the sun, uh, painting garden furniture. Um, And I don't mean to alarm anyone, but it is warm. So uh, Painting garden furniture? Yeah. I am here, cut outside to be fair. Yeah? Yeah, in 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 a garden. By who? By me barber. Why does your barber have a garden? Do you go to his house? I do. Or does he come to you? No, he goes to his house. Wow. Ah, he's old. So he retired. Semi-retired. So. <laughs> is, he, is he definitely a barber? He's just... <laughs> it's just, 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 just some old lad's house. You got to just some guy with a razor. There he we go. scissors. Yeah. A pair of scissors yeah. and a razor. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. The weather's good. But Liverpool land? Is that? Is that the way the we see them? The league I is doubt. dead. Long live the league. Have we done, aren't we now? That was, that was pretty much summed up. Well, to be fair, like I was about 60 minutes in and then I remembered how we predicted the game to go. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So who, who, said, who, said, who said 4-0? Me. Yeah, it's so you five. technically got the closest, but you don't get points for being within. Hey, you said uh, four, four as well. Did they say four as well? Yeah, me and you said four. No, oh. fair enough. There was four Shane, goals. I mean, Shane is just whack at this. What's yeah, this why? Then why am I not bottom of the table? Because I predicted Nunez to score first. No, you didn't say Nunez. You said Salah would score four. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> to be fair, you said they also scored twenty. So I think. Yeah, we we, we got well. By, by Diaz anyway. Diaz did put one in the net at least, so he can finish now. Yeah, just unfortunately, yeah. you know, when the ball is actually in play. Yeah, and that one that matters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a bad, bad result on 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 the in the wider scheme of things. It, um, it, it's hand, hands up who kind of gave you like Brentford last season vibes. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe not the same. Maybe not the same amount of chaos in that like that Brentford game was crazy. I know we mentioned it last last episode, but uh, just for Fulham putting it up to us and us not liking it or handling it very well at all. Yeah, I mean it. it... Yeah, it was just, I don't know, maybe as the season goes on we won't see teams come out of like that as much. Obviously it's one of 38 anyway, so God knows if Palace do. I think Palace might, because they look fairly, well, up for it. It's probably the lazy way to say it, against um, Arsenal on Friday. And, you know, they're, they're just a team. A pretty physical team, 
Yeah, I was going to say. Jeff Schlupp in midfield is just like... Yeah. If, 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 if Fiera, even their fucking wingers, like Zaha. Ayu. Yeah. They can get... Ayu's like... He's like Dirk out G-Sung Park Road, you know, he's yeah. just, has, just hassling everyone, like, you know. Um, yeah, if 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 Riera sets them out right, they could give us a ton of problems. Yeah, um, Zaha we'll, looked really we'll, good we'll, we'll as well. Them, we? Yeah, we'll... Um, but we'll get to them we'll later. Get to a lot, a lot of football at the weekend, wasn't there? The, the Fulham game, feel, I've watched a lot of football since, since our game, so even since the Arsenal game, so, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, Good to see, good, good, good to be back. Except for the bit where we were playing, but other, other than that, I had a great time. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not that this isn't me saying, oh yeah, teams just get get up for it against Liverpool. But like, did you see another game this weekend that had like anywhere like remotely close to the level of intensity that that game had? It's fucking twelve thirty as well. It's not supposed to be the. It's, it's supposed it's, to be dead. It, yeah. It was a direct. It was a direct comparison to um, that three-three against Watford. Same manager, same kickoff time. Oh, same Jesus, everything. Yeah. It was the same game. It happens. First game of the season. They're newly promoted. They've got absolutely nothing to lose. They've had their one manager talking about how they're just going to get relegated all all through the week. Uh, the fact that Liverpool couldn't get themselves up to play Fulham is it's just frustrating, really. And I think. Um, I was quite surprised Klopp did actually kind of just go for the players afterwards. He's normally quite measured in those sorts of things. He just said that the attitude was like horrendous and it was unacceptable. Oh, I didn't catch that. Which, you know, he doesn't normally say that. He normally says it's his fault. But it was almost like he'd set them up to play a completely different game and they went out and did something completely different. And it's the three in midfield. The three in midfield were awful. Yeah, all, all all of them, and I actually thought Thiago going off was going to be a good thing, to be honest, because I didn't think he played well at all. Um, things seemed to really calm down when Henderson moved to the six, which obviously supports Dave's little, um, what was it? Dave's little thing about Dave, how that... well, Dave. Dave thought he might be underwhelming this yeah. season. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, no, that it wasn't was just that. Whole... It was that he... Dave's... Dave's whole prediction was in a nutshell. On Saturday, not good enough as an eight, pretty good as a six. It was definitely the last time I ever want to see him as an eight. Now, I yeah, definitely. I'm, I, I kind of because I, because I've always kind of backed him, and uh, you know, I, I like to, I like to think top red flows through my veins more than more than anyone else on on these airwaves anyway. But uh, <laughs> I've, I, he, like when he came back in the eight, it was like the. When he made his comeback in the eight, like the Southampton away years ago, and it was like, it's like, yeah, he can get forward and he can be chaotic. He won't always be, he won't always be playing like a perfect through ball or anything. But he's he's busy and like, is what he was doing last season. You remember when we were getting criticised? Like, the midfield was too open, but at least the at least the attacking numbers were fucking insane. Like you know, we were averaging we we're averaging over three league goals a game, and it was kind of working. I just don't think he has the athleticism for it now to. Be properly box to box. He at least if we play him six as well, he can. His best part of his passing is his long passing, so he can at least use that to like switch play and stuff. But I, um, I, I, I personally don't see why we keep persisting with this lopsided four three three that has the right sided midfielder just doing nothing defensively. Because I guess because it's I guess because it's it's going to be Elliot's role. Um, but I think I think even if you just kind of told the other two that. 
actually you're both sixes, just control the space sort of thing, and then give that player that number eight more of a ten, more a bit more freedom to move, you know, laterally as well as vertically, so going, you know, sideways, and be more of a floating ten rather than shoehorned onto the right-hand side, playing nice little intricate one-twos with the right-sided players. But generally, a lot of the time, being in the way, that's how I see this this right-sided midfielder role at the moment. They seem to just stick out as a sore thumb um, mm. if they're not doing it properly because they're not doing anything defensively. They're actually crowding an area of the pitch where we need space. Salah needs space to play. He doesn't need a midfielder bringing two more players over. From the opposition, mm. I think it's we've got the personnel for it. It would suit Carvalho as well if we played. And because when he came on, he it was noticeable how central and attacking he was. He, he popped up quite a lot in ten spaces. It would suit him a lot more. It would suit the team a lot more. I actually think it would help us defend better if we put an extra person, kind of ahead of the midfield, that almost helps shield the. The pivot, yeah, and let the, the defense. That's that. I just think we need to bite the bullet a little bit and make that change. Yeah, I got reminded of very briefly because when Thiago went off, it was Elliot came on for him, and Elliot went to the the right side of the role because that's his role. And Henderson temporarily before Fabinho, he was over on the left side as an eight. He'd be like, I wouldn't make too much different. And like Henderson, he just he looked like a fish out of water playing the. The left-sided, uh, even though it's like, you know, you're still playing midfield, but I was like, God, he, he looks weird there. And, you know, he kind of, see, he likes opening opening up the body to hit it down the line. to Salah Yeah, he's, he's not the most trend. technically secure with his right foot, never mind with his left. No, so, like, he, yeah, the, I was like, okay, yeah. So, and then it just became, you realize that, okay, Henderson's, like, real value will be as a six, as over our competition for Fabinho or whatever. And then even if, if Fabinho plays as bad as he did at the weekend, then, you know, drop him or rest him, whatever, and let Henderson play there. And, uh, but fucking hell, if Thiago's out, <laughs> we, we need a midfielder. I think we... I, I've, I've jumped on that boat as well. I'm like, oh, maybe we do need a midfielder. The bottom reds were right all along. <laughs> well, uh, I, want, I, don't want to, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think... Because last week I said Tiago will be injured at some point, and it's happened straight away. Six yeah, weeks. we knew that though. We we, we knew he was uh, going to get injured at some at some point. Well, the Claire issue Claire is Kate is injured as well. But, but yeah, happening, happening predicted the Tiago injury. How, how does he? Ha- do? Yes, but happening the first game of the season is a bit of a yeah. piss take. Yeah, it is. It is. I, and the I, best, I and, yeah. and I think what as a club they have to look at is it's happened in the transfer window. You've you've now been presented with an opportunity to learn from the centre-back mistake of leaving it a bit light in that area. Yeah, I know Van Dijk and Gomez's injuries were, were freak injuries, but freak injuries do happen in football. You can't... I mean, I know like I know Klopp likes a small squad, but if Carvalho and Elliot were two years older, I'd say leave it. Mm. But they're not. Milner's not getting any younger. You might not... His body might break down. You never know what's going to happen to a 36-year-old turning 37. To be, fair, to, to be fair to Milner though, I mean, I don't know whether this is confirmation bias, but did you not think he actively looked more agile than Henderson did? Yeah, I thought I thought Milner played well. I have no problem with how Milner plays. It's, it's again, rolling the dice with someone who's 36. Yeah, you know, mm. I know what you mean. He's, he's like, he's like if, you're, if you're counting how many players you have, he's like 0.5 player. 
same yeah. way that like same way that Cade is as well because of especially when he right. especially whilst Canate's out, Milner's covering right back as well. There's only three senior centre backs fit at the moment. Um, I'm not counting Phillips or Vandenberg. <laughs> you don't want to rely on them. It's not. I'm not. It's one of them. If we don't get a midfielder, it's not the end of the world. But you, as I was saying before, you just need somebody who is available, who could cover spaces and can pass the ball to your teammate. It's that is literally all we need. It's just somebody who can, if you need them. I don't want to say why Alden was that person because should, I'm not saying sign him. Obviously, I know he's gone, but just somebody who does that job, who just goes out and does a job that is they're asked to do. Um, mm-hmm. to, I don't if if it's a 27, 28 year old, you know, who's quite established at another team. That's fine. Josh, I, I don't. Josh wants Yuri Tielemans confirmed. No, I think he's no. I don't like him. <laughs> And I think you need to sign someone who can play a double pivot because that might be something we have to do or we do decide to do later on down the line. I think it suits all of our midfielders. Um, might give Curtis Jones an opportunity to play further forward. Um, but I think you've got Cater, Thiago, Henderson, Fabinho can all play in a two. And if you do make that change, it then maybe justifies not buying a midfielder because the numbers, it frees up. You know, Carvalho to play a bit further forward. Firmino can play there. Elliot can play there as well as on the right. It does just free up that 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 squad a little bit more, um, and you're not having to buy a central midfielder to play in a three. Yeah, I mean that that that's that's the thing. It's it's you've got so many numbers physically in your starting eleven in midfield. It's like Chelsea stockpiling up centre backs because they have. You know, three in the team. We have three midfielders in the team, so it would only make sense to, you know, adequately cover their numbers, um, especially with the specific roles. I mean, you guys were saying about that right side. Uh, yeah, I, I think we we could do with seeing a bit more invention tactically. We mentioned it last season as well that we haven't really seen too much variation, and it's made us pretty predictable. And. I don't know. Maybe maybe now's the time that we but we're kind of forced into a change. But especially with Diaz out on the left rather than Mane, maybe Robertson can be a bit more conservative, and we can move things more over to that left side and give Salah that freedom, and maybe move Trent inwards when we've got the ball. There's plenty of things that we can do. That not that I wouldn't sign a midfielder, but it would mitigate any lack of midfielder. Um. You know, when you've got a right back like Trent Alexander Arnold, it feels like it's a bit of a waste when you're complaining about a lack of a midfielder when he can not do the job as a midfielder, but he can essentially do it when we're in possession. And it, it he did it, do it. Like, it. That's what we did last season, wasn't it? He became a a a, a deep lying midfielder, whilst Henderson or whoever's on the right kind of went off and did their thing. That was the little tweak that was made to compensate for us being wildly open yeah but there was there was a bit more variation to it as well though like like trent would sometimes do the overlapping and stuff like that i'm I'm talking about having a bit more rigidity with with trent there and if you're going to have somebody like elliot let him move further forward and have trent as that more holding player even if that means that you've got to that that you've got to compensate with with robertson if you want to keep that three at the back kind of thing 
I think the only thing that stops the, it really from working is that Salah and this right central midfielder always tends to just kind of be in the same area. And Salah takes up that space quite a lot. I think it would work really well if you had a right-sided player on the right-hand side who was kind of holding the width, the touchline, lets that central midfielder almost be the fourth attacker in its own little in his own little space. So I think it can look a little bit clunky when it's not working because Salah and this central midfielder do end up trying to occupy the same area because that's where Salah's most dangerous is where the central midfielder pops up. So, as you say, it's just finding a little bit more in invention and really working on it, making it more structured, but in 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 the way that you're kind of fluid within that structure because, as you said, it's kind of become a little bit stale and readable. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, we haven't really got on to the one resounding positive from the Fulham game. We were talking about... Salah obviously drawing enough attention himself and, and moving all that attention. If you're overloading that side, you're going to get even more attention on that side. But we've got the ultimate attention grabber, it seems, up front at the minute with Darwin Nunez, um, who came off the bench and got on the score sheet once again. Pretty fluky, <laughs> to say the least. His goal line was assist. Cameo, wasn't it? I know it was nearly 50 minutes or 40 minutes, but. <laughs> was a mad, like, kind of like the City one, just, like, elongated, you know, like, fucking, just, he's just all very, action, everything. He's, very hect- he's just hectic, isn't he, as a player? Yeah. And it's, it's he's like, he's a Liverpool player, he's, he's organised chaos when he plays. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's uh, yeah. another player that justifies the switching system, because there was a thing in pre-season about how, that the staff were quite disappointed that he kept dropping deep, doing what Firmino used to do. They actually wanted him to stretch the back line. Well, he's certainly going to, to actually, do that <laughs> to give more to give more space to play in in between the lines, which is what we struggled with. That everything was in front of defenses, but the way it almost looked like a little bit is that they're getting they're getting him to stretch the back line, but no one's actually playing in that space that's been left behind him. So putting another body in there would be really useful. Carvalho started to do it when he came on. Nunez would stretch the line and, and Carvalho would pop up in in that little area. So I think it's something we need to work towards. But Nunez, is just, he just changed the game when he came on. Yeah, see, the, the, this is the thing. I mean, you can look at City's forward line, for example, and it's been mentioned that they have a lack of, of, of runners in behind other than Harlem, which is, it's, I think it's very valid uh, criticism of them. But with, with Harland, you can try and stop Harland as much as you want, but I think you can dedicate more resources to stopping Harland, given City's attacking front three, because, you know, Jack Grealish, Riyad Mahrez, I think, did a lot less of a threat than Mohamed Salah and Luis Diaz, um, whereas with, with Nunez, I think he's he's more active than Haaland is. Um, and yeah, as you said, he's just absolutely organized chaos. He just he just he just attacks you. He, he just <laughs> it is proper. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you for everything you've got kind of stuff like that. He's just ruthless. It feels like. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm 
I'm fairly ecstatic with what I've seen, but we've only seen what seventy minutes of half an hour of that was you could probably say semi competitive football and obviously the other forty minutes was competitive, but in in that in that time. I mean he got four shots off in forty minutes. Scored the goal. A and of chances as well. Yeah, created the chance for uh, Diaz. Most he, notably. He, he's kinda like all the things that like Mane and then Salah where it's like if if you look at their numbers on analytics you're like holy shit look at all these chances they're creating and then all the shots and all the locations are getting them and then you kind of watch them on the pitch and if you're like if you're <laughs> yeah. someone who's like obsessed with aesthetics you'd be like oh they're loose touch and uh, that was a weird shot and why did they make that decision you know if, if you're going off with like kind of purely on your eyes like you say where if you're someone who thinks like Hazard is like the best player ever or, or even someone the people who are like enamored by Diaz where a lot of it's like really great on the eye but it maybe doesn't have the same kind of threat but then like it's like they just turned it up to 11 like this guy like, like his his goal and his assist are both like they're like flukes but he like creates them he like makes his own look as well kind of thing where uh you know just by being in the area to receive the pass and uh it, it coming off him oh, like awkwardly both times like like it's like the the one he the first flick he has you know because he had the two identical ones the first one he had it's like oh well he he caught it well but the keeper smothered it well and then the second one it like comes off he misses it comes off the defender he's still in the middle of doing his back heel motions but still comes <laughs> off him and goes in it's like yeah he's he's a mad mad player but i think he's still going to score lots of goals anyway um even despite my prediction last week that he could Maybe he doesn't get the look, you know. He might not. He might not have the defender play it back onto his back heel every, every week. But um, yeah, he's he's just a yeah. He's just he's just a threat. And he just causes mad chaos. And um, yeah, he's he, he, especially in contrast to what Firmino served up uh, first fifty or so minutes he played. I was he he was a big letdown among others. I I, I want to. I'm I'm can't wait to get into Van Dyke in a bit now. But, uh, <laughs> I just think uh, we made things, we just made things too easy for Fulham in that first half, didn't we? We didn't stretch them. We Played didn't stretch them at all. Just, at all. Just not, not, yeah, no, yeah, just nothing like happened or like uh, the game was just going by without us like creating anything. Like I know Diaz has the disallowed goal and he hits the post, but um, you know they were kind of there were flashes. You know we weren't putting anything together really. Uh, Robertson put one across the box, I guess, but. Yeah, there, the there's day, just too the much day, chaos. No control. There was no control. The days, the days, is the days of the false nine. I think are dwindling a little bit. I think obviously could be. That, yeah, it was just that. It was that was the embodiment of it. Just having one, because it used to happen way worse when you get Firmino picking the ball up in on the centre circle. You're just like, what are you doing there? That's what the midfield's for. Literally, especially what the with Diaz, for. there might there might not be enough goals with. Yeah. Diaz and or, or not even goals because I think they'll both like, if they both play a full season score but just not enough active threat and you say like with City oh well they've Maris and Grealish aren't that threatening but they've got fucking De Bruyne and Gundogan in midfield as well who are big goal threats you know so a lot of the goal, a, a lot of the games last year when we were scoring goals and looking attacking is when we had Jota up front mm, or Mane yeah. up front who were a little bit more on the shoulder. They weren't always like that, but when you're a lone striker, you have to do both. But obviously, Firmino is very much come deep, doesn't stretch a defence. 
And, and Diaz isn't a striker. Diaz isn't yeah. like a, a a real striker the way that a converted striker the way Jota and, and Matt. Yeah. So I think just I think and it's it, I think we've done really well for it to last this long. People have wised up to it, and that mm. happens in football. So we need to. I think our whole the thing that made us so successful was being so unorthodox, and I think now we've just reached a point where maybe orthodoxy is the way forward. You do play a a number nine you do play a creative midfield it's it it might be needed or yeah. you you start mixing it up you know during games you go you go through the midfield for a bit and then you have the overlapping fullbacks where your midfield become a little bit more protective you don't just we maybe have to become a team that doesn't try the same thing over and over yeah uh, we have we have spent all this time talking about the the midfield, the lack of control, the issues of attack. In a game where we did still score two goals and got like over two goals, unexpected goals. So, like we were, there are loads of chances in there. The problem was we fucking gave up two goals to Fulham. Uh, Go on, hit us. Yeah, well, what? So the first one, Tete just. Who, by the way, Tete was. He was embodying what Fulham were doing, just getting into us early, and he thought the yellow card might fucking curb him, but. Diaz never kind of took advantage of it, but yeah, he just what booms across into the fucking big Alsatian that they had running around the place. Uh, and yeah, Trent should do better despite the mismatch. Uh, and then I saw some people having to go at Allison as well for it. Uh, maybe by his standards, it's not the best, but um, I don't know. A goal like that can happen, I guess, because it's just it's a cross from the touchline, you know. And um. Yeah, maybe Trent could be a bit stronger, and then uh, Virgil van Disney just got. I, I think that's. I think that's the best game I've seen a striker, or maybe it's just the worst game he's had, or it's the best game a striker's had against him. I don't know. Because um, again, we mentioned Brentford last season, where where Tony was able to win headers against Van Dijk. Not all of them, but he was able to win some. Uh, Mitrovic was fucking pinning Van Dijk. Like you know, like he was able, he was getting it like he was able to like take it down. Like Van Dijk wasn't kind of able to get through him. And, and in fairness, Mitrovic is probably bigger than him. He's thicker anyway. But uh, yeah, he played it really well. And then, as if that wasn't bad enough, like being so early dominant, then he like dribbles past Van Dyke and wins the penalty. And uh, yeah, this uh, it's what it's, it's what it's what Twitter it's what the world's been waiting to see. Van Dyke finally getting ended by someone, but uh, you wouldn't have expected it to be him. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, the the the, the defense as a whole were pretty poor. I mean, I I I was just kind of internally screaming for as Josh was saying before, trying to just knock something in behind, stretch them, and he, he was like kind of setting it up, and then he kept on going back to Matter every single time. And Matter was giving it away then because uh, like Matter was yeah. like, I, I'll try and make something happen, and like yeah, it wasn't coming off. And Van Dyke's. Crossfield ball just was not on at all. Robinson reading it all game, wasn't he? Yeah. Just like any any time Van Dyke thought about it, Robinson was well on it. Well, I, to be honest, I mean, it, I, I think Van Dyke was pretty rattled. To be honest, uh, mm. that's the impression I got. Um, it's rare that you see a striker match up with him like that. And that's probably to be honest, I, I think the whole team were probably rattled. To be completely honest with you, especially in the first half, but. Particularly Van Dyke, and then 
I, I like it's so uncharacteristic of him to stick that foot out the way he did. Yeah, like he he bites. He'll, he'll take one bite. But he'll never take another bite. He never looks. Yeah, he never looks that clumsy or flustered. It's always, even if he's putting out that one, if he's putting out that one foot, he's gonna lead with an arm to unbalance the striker so that if he tries to take the shot but it was actually like it was like shockingly good footwork by Mitrovic as yeah, well yeah. in a way that, that might have like taken him by surprise but um yeah it was a lot of balls were, I think that was the problem with the defense and it's it's from the midfield as well but ball was just coming back at the defense very quickly like uh it was after after Elliot came on and he played well overall but remember just after he came on Maybe he was a bit rattled by the booze that he got from her. He like he kicked the ground. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and, he went, and just Fulham are like Fulmer's in on the counter now. Uh, it was uh, yeah, just defense were like kept busier than it probably should have been. But uh, which again, kind of Brentford vibes. But um, yeah, it was it was like a combination of like you said, like the the players, our players, not being up for it as much, and also like Fulham had like done their homework uh whether that's because you were saying josh that we're kind of the false nine systems we'd figured out but they had van dyke's long balls scouted um they were trying to nick anything the mat had played through the middle uh yeah they just, just kind of did us in didn't they and, just, uh, uh, just a quick word on andy robertson as well why did he keep on running into people Anybody have any idea? Because I've never really seen him do that. He's a, he's a headless chicken. Oh, he just he just kept running into people like constantly. With the ball, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's know. his way. That's his way. That's his way of getting it forward, isn't it? I mean, he can pass it, but he he, he sometimes he's a good ball carrier at his best. But um, yeah, just all all the, all the options we had for moving the ball forward just weren't coming off, and maybe the Trent over the top one was was the one, but. Um, just yeah, it wasn't coming off at all. They they squeezed the pitch really well. I thought like they pressed and they were kind of high mid high block or whatever. I don't know. It, the first half was just a fucking blur where where we seemed to get nothing done at all. And it was only when uh, Darwin came on that uh, shit really got into action. Yeah, it was just so frustrating just seeing them like stick like sticking to. Um... Thiago and Henderson particularly like Velcro and then just not 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 stretching them in field in the slightest it's just like well what why do you think that they have that belief that they can do that if they aren't having to make up space in behind mm. like you, you, you've got to you've got to give them something to think about one way or another and I just don't think we did that at all in the first half you've got you, you've got you've got to tell I think it, it does boil down to you are the second maybe joint favourites to win the league, they are newly promoted. You have to early on prove why that's the case. And it just looked like the team just expected the newly promoted yeah, team to yeah. roll over. I, th- I think they might lead to arrogance, especially after the, the charity shield. And I think the good thing for us is what when is the best game for this to happen? It is the first game. Yeah. Because they won't do that again. We have, we have got a management team that will ensure that will not happen again. And it might not be perfect against Palace on Monday, but it will be a hell of a lot better than that. And um, I think we'll see we'll see some big... I think we'll see a lot of change against Palace. I think we'll see a statement dropping of a certain number 14. Um, because 
he, he Klopp does that to, the, to Henderson quite a lot. He will drop him when it's just not worked. And as the captain, it's his responsibility to make sure the team are, are up for it. They weren't by the, the manager's own admission. So I think we'll, for Palace, I think we'll see Henderson dropped. I think we'll see Elliot or Carvalho start as a show of faith because they both did a decent job. And they they have that more creative flair now. Obviously, Thiago's out. So, thankfully, first game of the season and there's still 37 games to go. If that was happening, you know, at the end of November or before, just before the World Cup starts or in February, March, then, yeah, you have a real worry. But Wait, I think... if, if, if Henderson's dropped and it's uh, Elliot comes in for him, let's say, who's playing on the left? I think it'll be Cater, won't it? He's back. Is he fit? Yeah. yeah just ill. It was, was ill. Ill. it was illness. It wasn't actually uh, anything okay. physical. Okay, um, sound, yeah. Maybe he had COVID, who knows? Yeah. Because, um, yeah, we are fucking light. Like, it, it, sounds, it sounds mad, but I think the ox injury, despite the fact that Klopp... Well, he got frozen out at the end of last season because everyone was just fit, weren't they? So... Uh, but I think he might have been relying on Ox to be like someone who could have at least filled the bench for a game like this. But the fact that he's 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 basically out until the new year because if he's out for three months, then uh, you know with, with the World Cup and all that, um, and if Jones hopefully isn't too bad, like if if yeah, fucking hell, if if Thiago's out four to six weeks, then we are light. Wasn't he a hamstring as well? Yeah, Thiago, yeah. So that's two hamstrings that have gone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Someone someone uh lists the injuries Thiago's had and it's like fucking it's like an, it's like he's an achievement. He's like hamstring was the only one he hadn't done so far. He'd done like fucking <laughs> calf and knee and although the knee wasn't his fault, it was fucking Richardson, but knee, he's even had COVID, um eye, you know, he's kind of done all of them, which yeah, it's it's almost like him and Keita are job sharing. If they like, <laughs> if if they if they agree to like alternate their injuries, it'll be like sound. But it doesn't really work that way, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I guess we're relying on Keita. And as those words are coming out of my mouth, I'm uh, thinking, yeah, and, and a midfielder would be nice. But... I think Abby Keita will get injured this season. There's my little two penneth. Oh, <laughs> slow down there, Dave. <laughs> Um, do you think we'll get one? Do you think we'll get a midfielder? I'm, I'm going to say no. No, I don't think we will. Um, yeah. It's, we were in for too many, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. And was that like a Van Dyke thing where it's him or we're not, we won't settle for an alternative, just he looks to business and he's worked enough until Madrid no, got fucking spurned by him back. Really... Bellingham, is he? You know, so it doesn't well, seem no, as Bell- though. Yeah, he's like he's six. But what I'm saying is, yeah. you can, you can't sit there and say about Chiuamani that we're looking for another. Well, we're not looking at any, you know, short term or you know, well, two, two, that we don't deem worthy. Two are gonna, two are going to leave next year, aren't they? It's it's probably going to be Chamberlain and Milner. I think this is probably this could be or Milner's Kate. last. Could still be Kader. Okay, yeah. Out, yeah. What what is the harm in getting one in now and selling Chamberlain in January, for instance, or loaning Chamberlain out in January? I mean, the, 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 there's players available. I mean, everybody and the dog knows that Conrad Lamb is available because he's not agreeing a new 
I, I bet yeah. you Jude Bellingham's available if you gave him enough money. Uh, Mateus Nunes is available. But it's like... Bernard, Bernardo Silva as a centre? Yeah, he's, he's available. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing about Mateus Nunes. He'll probably replace Bernardo if he does go to Barcelona. So if you're looking at him, you need to get a move on. But I think, be... I think the club are being deliberately quiet. I think we, be... I, I think we could. I, I, I think we could. I think it's a possibility. Well, obviously, it's a possibility. I think, it but will, I think it's a real possibility. It, it, it'll definitely happen if we have one more injury, which in three weeks is also incredibly possible. Step up Naby Keita. <laughs> yeah. Naby Keita sits down in the fifth minute on. We Monday. need you. <laughs> now more than ever. Uh... But it it shouldn't take another injury to do it because we know Case is likely to get injured as soon yeah, as the Champions the, League rolls the, around. That's the thing, like this can't have been like oh we, we never saw it coming where Ox and Thiago and I suppose Jones can yeah, I don't know. Unless the plan is like four two three one, which like, you know, that's kind of what we're hoping for at this stage, and I suppose with Jota being injured that makes it less viable, but um, Carvalho looks like he is going to be used as a forward in the meantime. So, yeah, it's um, like people will love it if we if we sign a midfielder, but it's also like why wasn't this part of the plan anyway? Or or maybe Ox was going to be sold, but the the injury has scuppered it. Who knows? Um, Ox's wages are probably a problem, aren't they? That's why we can't like shift him. I just don't think he'll if want he's to go. To be honest, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, yeah. If I if, if I could sit off for a year, I'd probably have a guaranteed contract at the end of it. Uh, <laughs> I probably Perry, would, Perry, to be fair. Perry Edwards from Newcastle, isn't she? Yeah, she is. But he yeah. he, he already turned Newcastle down. Did he fuck? Right. Uh, well, supposedly. Um, yeah. Last January. So, how, how did they get Bruno Guimaraes? By the way, because I just assumed that they were paying him like. 400,000 a week or something but apparently they're only paying him 120,000 and he looks fucking the hype looks real about him now yeah that's quite a bit though to be fair I suppose like what what, he's like early 20s and he'd been like you know it's it's like we probably can't be paying like Keita much less having gotten from like Germany or whatever yeah I think I think it was just that nobody else was obviously willing to pull the trigger Arsenal will link with him but Mm -hmm. Arsenal probably really biting it like kicking themselves now to be fair because he would be um, a lovely little addition to them but mm. yeah no so that, that so that's two no's and one yes well one but yeah I'll say yeah one yes on um, on San and the midfielder god top is this, is this is this worth prediction points if you, if you want it to be yeah five points if we fuck off get right. you're just hedging your bets because you know, you know that you're more likely to get them. Five points. Yeah. I reckon I should get ten. No. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them odds. Come on, give them two to one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then. Okay. Ah. Okay. Sweet. We're just, we're just at it. We'll just predict anything for points. Okay. <laughs> hey, fantasy we plug that. We'll plug shame that you back. We'll shame back next episode. I'm taking the under. You know. Let's see. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no fucking palace. So pa- palace, yeah. Palace. Uh, that's uh, palace in two weeks' time, or however far away it is after everyone has already played again. 
Uh, yeah, really nice. you, you you really want to get your next game out the way after the performance yeah. like that, man. And we get to fucking stew on it for nine days. You get to stew on it for nine days, and then all eyes are on you on that Monday night again. And city, fuck. city, five points clear. Yeah, <laughs> it's just <sighs> it'll be the same going into United if we win on Monday as well. Like it's just yeah, back to back Monday night games, man. Yeah, that can't be that can't be legal, surely. That's a, it's just ridiculous. Back to back. Gary Neville. Back to back. Yeah. Fuck me. Gary Neville is gonna be showtime for that United game. He's um he'll be looking forward to that. Yeah. Obviously. Who um, have they got this weekend? Um uh, who have they got this weekend? Um, and I, and I, I think it's gonna be, it's gonna have two games to save his job. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking if they have a sword, they've got, oh, they've got Brentford away. Oh, ouch! Oh. Oh. But if ten hard, ten hard goes into a Monday night football at home to Liverpool with no points, Ivan Tony, Lissandra Martinez, will be there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will be tuning in. <laughs> like the fucking, it's, a, it's like the UFC for the evening. Man. <laughs> I've been told you going fucking shack. <laughs> yeah. I'm always I'm I'm always calling them fucking. I always go to call him James Tony. I don't know why. James Tony. Name. Yeah, the boxer who like had a UFC fight against Randy Couture and got like killed. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, that's that. That might be why. Uh, yeah, Palace. It's half half uh, kickoff. I will be there. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> go on, Palace. Uh, did you? I, I I had like I got bits of the Arsenal game, and they looked like kind of usual Palace, where they're competitive without being like a, a consistent like attacking threat. Despite the players they have, Zaha I... looked on it. <laughs> that's the worrying thing. Uh, yeah, they really. did. They... They did what they did to us last year, where for the first 20, 30 minutes, they were absolutely awful. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely terrible. I couldn't lay a glove on Arsenal. And then Arsenal did that thing where they go one nil up and just, you know, Mikel Arteta, he's like a Spanish short dice, just likes to sit on a lead rather than go for the kill. And they made it quite competitive then. It's so, funny to watch them try and sit on the lead, though, because they fucking yeah, can't. It is funny. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah, it oh, turns out Zinchenko isn't just like not a good defender for City. He's like just not a good defender in general. Yeah, who knew, who knew when you didn't have eighty percent of the ball, that Zinchenko would be found out defensively. The plan, the plan has to be to play him midfield when if 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 Tierney is alive, like if Tierney ever comes back. Um, because like I got to watch him. I know it's international football, but I watched him against Scotland in midfield. I was like, fucking hell, this guy's unreal. Uh, he's a lovely passer, but I guess like. Yeah, being a left back for Pep is different than he's other a, teams. He's but... a good player, but like thirty of mil- thirty-five million was it? Nah. Jesus, yeah, that's maybe maybe that's to make up the value. Oh, well, I suppose they got Jesus. Like they paid a lot for Jesus with only one year left as well, didn't they? I suppose he's young though, and he had that insane run um, in yeah. the first half. But uh... Uh, if if you think about it, like. Zinchenko and Kukurella are apparently a hundred million pounds worth of player. Yeah, fucking hell. No. The Kukurella thing is like mad. Yeah, that that is 
Like it's like oh they've they've solved their problem. They're starting Ben Chilwell. They paid sixty million for him too. Like what's going on? They paid thirty what? million on Baba Rahman and have fucking other left yeah. backs in the squad. Yeah, like, I, it... you know what? I, listen, I know Ch- I know Chelsea fans have a major issue with Marcos Lando, but like as a backup, really, is he that bad? Yeah, well, it's it's. I guess he was supposed to go to Barcelona, wasn't it? But <sighs> Barcelona are just going to stockpile like a load of players that they then can't even register. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Back, back, back to Palace, and I, I think to be honest, I think I'm just trying to avoid talking about Palace because of how good Zaha looked and. I, I, we were talking about fail comps the other day, and I just, I'm not ready for the first Trent one of the season. To be fair, yeah. um, I mean, the the Mitrovic thing. Listen, I do think ninety nine percent of fucking fullbacks at the back post are going to get beaten in that position, but he doesn't cover himself in glory. He's got to jump earlier. He's got to at least make himself like. He has to do something. Anything. Yeah, he's he's got to make himself an object Nothing. to be like like he's got to go through him to get to the ball yeah. and he instead he just uses himself as a ramp um <laughs> and so yeah. fucking poetry in motion so yeah he, he he should do better however um i still think mitrovic probably scores regardless of what he does but you know yeah that's not an how did how did um how did abdullah decore play for palace uh, you know what he looked all right um yeah. pretty active yeah it's funny. It, it was funny to see him then line up forever and then give away a penalty the day after. But yeah. uh, well, he's fatigued, wasn't he? He's, well, you know, he's doing double duty at the weekend. Yeah. Uh, um, but no, no, he actually looked all right. That's the Corey guy. Um, Jeff Schlott. Jeff Schlott was just why is he playing centre midfield? Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking because I got the team up and I was like, who's playing? Who's playing in the ten? It must have been like some. Connor Gallagher, he's like he's a midfielder with license to run for us. Like, no, they've got Eze in the ten uh, behind Edward and Zaha Ayew either side, and so that must be Jeffrey Schlupp double pivot. Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, uh, that guy has played I, I, everywhere. Yeah, he and they brought him off for a bit, didn't he? They even brought him off for fucking Will Hughes as well, who is not a double pivot midfielder. Yeah, I, I don't believe. Um, He's like one. Of, he's like because that was the thing as Watford. Where he was like a center mid playing, like Jared Hulay playing in center mid, like out wide, like kind of box midfield. And Milivojevic must be like frozen out, or he's over the hill. I guess he's yeah. Like well, they've, got they've got him after line now, haven't they? So he'll, and they've he'll, got he'll uh, spot. international soccer superstar Nathaniel Kleine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's still still doing a job, you know. He's I think he's the exact same player he was for us, just like a good, good pro. Um, just won't good let lad. you down. Good lad. Yeah, I won't, I won't let you down unless he's appearing on VH1. But um, now they've got a, um, they've got the left back Juan Basaka and Tyreek Mitchell as well. Yeah, yeah, he was the other one. A bit less uh, leggy, like, but <laughs> I mean, they might by the end of the window have the actual Juan Basaka as well. Really? Yeah, they want him. Fucking hell, could you imagine that? Just fucking locked down defence. He he he's gonna play midfield, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Get 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 Klein's good passer. Get him in there. Um Um, hopefully Joachim Anderson's um fucking diagonal (laughs) pings don't catch us out this week as well. Because good lord, they were um they were like laser beams them. Mind you, it was over Ben White to be fair. Well it was it was the man at the moment, Schlup that cut us open, uh remember the 
the goal they scored. Actually, no, because I was away, I suppose. At least it's Sellers Park. I would have been fucking dreading. I suppose they can be dangerous away from home as well, can't they? Zaha has had enough good games at Anfield. Um, as I as to be as I just looked like he was just literally just running around. He didn't have a clue what to do off the ball. Yeah, um, in the ten is a yeah. He was just, <laughs> he was just Ali, running around Ali, like Alise must chicken. be injured. I assume Alise is injured. Alise is injured. You know what? You know, given the hype, don't get me wrong. Alise looks like he he looks brilliant. But he only played like thirteen games worth of minutes last mm. year, last season. I yeah. thought he would have played like quite a bit more to be garnering the hype years. Um, yeah, but he really needs to prove that he can string some games together before he, you know, gets the hype that he because he could be he could be like a sixty seventy million pound player. I think just on pure ability, yeah. if, if he can prove. Oh, that. Well, we were talking about we were talking about aesthetics as well earlier. He's just like fucking. That's going to add twenty million to just how gorgeous he he looks. Like yeah, 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 yeah. He's just um, so sharp and and yeah, he's, he's he's really good. He's definitely the better of the two with Eze. And Dyke's gonna need to fucking shape up, anyways. If they're starting Man Mountain Mateta, um, well, they started Edward against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, the one, yeah, that was so terrible, wasn't it? Because Edward's just a poacher, isn't he? Well, he he, like, and he had chances, and he didn't put them away. He just hit them straight yeah. at Ramsdale. Yeah, yeah, I remember the one. Yeah, but um, who was it scored their goal? Uh, John Schlupp played the through ball at Sellers Park last season, I think. Someone ran onto it and just like squared it for an open net, and then did Allison make like a ridiculous save then to keep it at two one or something like that? I don't know um, how Scooby do. Yeah, for five for five prediction points, can anybody because we're just doing prediction points? Can anybody remember what the score was at Anfield last season? Three 0 Was it? Yeah, Hater scored that ridiculous volley. Oh yeah, early season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a three 0 game either. It's probably no, like three, no, no, three, no. Three. Simicast got away with murder on a penalty, I remember. Uh, and should have scored then at the other end. Yeah, but they had, um, they had Ebby away coming off the bench as well. Um, Who? Who's that Ebby away? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've just he seen that. That's the first time I've ever seen that name. Yeah, he was the, he was the kid from Derby last season. Um, he's pretty electric as well. They just have, Jeez, they they just the, have they so many electric wingers. They love those... Championship star boys, don't they? Yeah, yeah, he is. He, he looks pretty good as well. They uh, can literally do a front line of them, like. Yeah, no. Um, well, obviously, Zaha was the original championship yeah, star boy, wasn't he? With, with Palace. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so. They'll have to they, sign they, him again, though. Well, yeah. They, they've, they've, they've got pace and, and everything down the wings, which is all really full of mad out wide. It's not like they've really had any. I mean, Niskan's Cabano looked like a bit of a whale the times against us last weekend, so it's definitely something that we're going to have to tune up on. Um, but I think it'll be, it might be a bit of a better game for the midfield. I mean, looking in hindsight at Eze's game, it'll just be hope, hoping that, you know, two doesn't turn into four, like Reed and friggin' Jao Polina turned into for Fulham. He was brilliant, by the way, Jao Polina. I don't think we mentioned them. Um, is he one of the 50 players that have left the top three in Portugal this season? Yeah, he, you know what? He was actually really highly regarded when he was at Sporting. I don't know how on earth he ended up at Fulham. And I, after that performance, I still don't know how on earth he ended up at Fulham. Because it looks as though he won't be at Fulham for very long. Um, and it was the same for Tosin Adrebayo, even though he was the one who deflected the ball onto Nunez's flick. <laughs> um, 
he, he won't be up for for very long, I don't think, either. I, I knew we were fucked when I seen fucking Tim Ream intercepting the ball high up and, like, running into the box to... <laughs> Tim Ream. I was like, Tim Ream. I was like, what is going on here? Like, this is... He was, like, the one of the worst players I've ever seen in the league when he was up the last couple of times, but I guess maybe it was just... That was how badly they were set up, and now they're they're good, apparently. I don't know. You know what? I, 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 love, I love every time we, we play a Yank. Um... Yeah. Because you always have Mark Kastner on the on the TL, just like getting really personal at these Yanks, just whipping out facts <laughs> that you'd never knew about them, like getting really yeah. personal about Tim Ream. <laughs> I yeah. that's like that's like my well my gimmick because I love every time a Yank plays against uh, Man United because I get to make like FBI extradition jokes so um, <laughs> against C.R. Kelly, so that's that's my gimmick, you know. Uh, Marcus is probably a little more wholesome. I don't know. My well, I, I, I wouldn't say particularly I, I, I wholesome. Like, I make consistent numbers off it, so there you go. Yeah, no, it, it, I, I think it's it's from a some kind of bend and dislike for the national team, but um, but yeah. So I, to be fair, he was. He, I didn't see any tweets from him on Anthony Robertson. Um, Wait, is he American? Well, I don't. I, I well, I, I, he represents them. I don't think he's. Born in America, I think he was probably born in. Fucking... Oh, okay, okay, okay. No green, yeah. Dave's okay. Yeah. No green card is. <laughs> he was born in Milton Keynes for fuck's sake. But yeah, he's he's of um American heritage. At some point, mm. often referred to as Jedi. Right? Okay, that's enough Wikipedia for me for the day. Fucking hell. Oh, actually, no. I did. I think I did see. No, I did the see Ma- Mark reference the Jedi thing. Yeah, so we did have a go yeah. at Anthony Robertson. Yeah. Um, predictions. But yeah, predictions for for Palace. Is, first. Uh, fucking sorry, Josh. I thought you just died. No, no. I was listening to you too. I was actually, you know, what I was the first listener in this podcast. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> you can't. You can't say Diaz twenty goals either. I can't say Diaz at all, no. Oh, did you say Diaz for Fulham? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Who can we say, actually? If, if I'm saying uh, 3-1 Nunes. I think we've got a big daddy plays Nunes, haven't we? 2-1 Nunes. <laughs> um, can I make it a hat-trick? Well, it's going to have to be, isn't it? It's, it's just going to be rotating Nunez and Salah, isn't it, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there should be like a cool down of like five games or something. Until until, like... uh, until the um, the right centre-back start yeah, kicking in. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Until Canate's back. Um, yeah, it's, not, it's never going to be Gomez, is it? So, it's never going to um... be Gomez, no. Fucking hell. Uh, yeah, so Nunez. 2-0. Oh, we're not keeping a clean sheet. You say two or three? Two. Two. Okay. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was this is the top red podcast. To Somebody's got to stick with the brand. I was looking at my decision to have Allison in my fantasy team at the weekend. Like, oh, this. Uh, and I, I put so much thought into it as well. I was like, you know, he was the best keeper in the league. He had best points. He's they made goalkeepers cheaper now. Yeah, does uh, barely made a save either. The prick. I think I think uh, the only one I would have went for other than Ward and Iverson would have been Robert Sanchez, as much of a fucking danger he is. I went for Jose Starr. 
He's a fucking oh. danger as well. He's fucking <laughs> dangerous. I know, yeah. Danger, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. He was one of the highest rated keepers last year. He was, yeah. Yeah, he was, but goalkeepers don't tend to back that up. I can't get yeah. what I don't get anyone who's put Danny, Danny Ward in. Martinez the year before him. He was the, yeah. the FBL superstar. And then... I put Danny I, I... Ward in because. Yeah, he's 4 million. He's 4 million. But the, they'll have the worst defence in the league. Yeah. Especially where Fafana goes. Might make a lot of saves, though. Now that Peter Schmeichel's son has left the league. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, any. Any other business where we have a laugh at United? Well, yeah. Well, that was I, good, I think, are we are we all gonna have a laugh at Bournemouth this weekend? Because they're away. They're yeah, away. I've sitting. got I've got um, Haaland captain. Haaland's prime, captain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's already. We haven't, yeah. we haven't mentioned City, have we? Apart from Bernardo leaving. Let's not. Awesome. Let's let's just not mention them. They don't <sighs> exist. So, yeah, well, no, no. To be fair, we 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 were talking on some coping before the pod. Yeah, you two were. I walked in on. I was like. Uh, should, should we make a deal? Should we make? Should we make a deal? We don't speak about City until April. No, because well, no, we've got to play them twice. Your first point. No, we're not doing. We're not. We're not doing. We won't do a pre-City or post-City pod. That's, that's, what that's if Scott up. Parker lives up to his football writers award status? Well, he did beat us at Anfield. I know most teams could did beat he? us at Anfield in that. Yeah, full and beat us. Oh yeah, Fulham it's the us. fucking COVID scene that doesn't count. Just saying. Just they like... beat Villa. They beat Stevie Me. Well, yeah, the less said about fucking Stevie Me, the better. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Yeah, there. He's he's, he's on the brink that lad after one game. Coming out like the fucking yeah. Godfather to Tyrone Mings in the press. What's coming on? Yeah. Like, them, uh... them, them, them Golden Generation guys just do not have any, like. People management skills it's, 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 like it's, it's like I know he was born in he was born in 1980, so I guess he technically grew up in the 80s. But like, you swear it's where he was like a fucking boomer, wouldn't you? It's like <laughs> the way he talks, like it's mad. It's the um, same as Lampard. The two of them are just as bad I guess as the, each other. I guess the league has changed like a lot since they were like because I'm I'm in the middle of finally finishing James Miller's book, and it was just like he's talking about when he first like. He was first in like a Premier League dressing room in the early 2000s and like just how much has changed. So I saw uh, some challenges on Cristiano Ronaldo from 18 years ago on Twitter today yeah, and they video, were yeah. hilarious. Oh my one God. Of, one, of, one of them was Rooney at Everton. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> Kicked the shit out of him. It was great. I'm going to go watch it again after this. It is. It's, it, it, it's, it's like, it's like blood sports. Like it was really fucking... Nah. And you look at it and think, fucking hell, no wonder people think the sport's gone soft. Jesus well, Christ. That was that was the league where Gerard was one of the best, one of, if not the best player in the league. So, you know, like he, he thrived in that fucking environment. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was, he was them, them big fuck off lunging tackles where you jumped about yeah, three foot and, in the air. Yeah. And, and even like, where does he get his first like managerial job? It's up in fucking Scotland, like where, like, it's like the it's like it's like the old firm is still played on international waters or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they, can, they can just you can just do whatever you want. And I know he's come back here, and it's a fucking it's a really fucking different landscape. Jumber Jumber his team when they showed up at Anfield last season, he was only just in the job. They fucking gang out. Well, do you remember? Do you remember them against Tottenham? Tottenham, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, cra- the crazy gang were back for was, a, it was, Yeah, it was fucking National Day morning here because uh, Matty Cash put Matt Doherty over the Oh, season. yeah, he did. Yeah, fucking hell. I, I listened to the second captain's podcast after that and they were a few. Oh, yeah. He's, like, he's literally, like, Matt Doherty's literally our best player, like, or he was before uh, Nathan Collins burst onto the scene. But uh, he's already seen off their captain as well. Cody's got no to evidence. Mad, isn't it? I, I know I, I work with a Burnley fan and he was fucking fuming that he only went for 20 million. He yeah. was livid. Did you see the goal he scored for Ireland in the summer? I know. No. <laughs> he just, yeah, he just like ran the pitch. I'll, uh, I'll send it on to you. But, um, yeah, so United were, at least United, that was that was great. That well, on that Sunday afternoon. Uh, the airplane one wasn't as like it was just more like more enjoyable. It was like how kind of shit Chelsea were. Yeah, I was just uh, having fun watching them trying to attack. Though to be fair, like just run half the length of the pitch and then just, but just just do nothing. Yeah, Dwight McNeil is um, present. <laughs> yeah, at least you have a good song for him. That's all that matters. To be fair, what is it? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I just okay. I, I, I just remember hearing it thinking it's a good song though. And I, I, well, I, yeah. So good you remembered it. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a good point that to be fair. I'll 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 link you. You know what? I'll put it on the Twitter as well. It gives you more of an incentive to follow us at Top Red Podcast, you know what I mean? So just head okay, over yeah. there. Before we before we go, I'll, I'll get your reaction to Nathan Collins' goal. I just sent it there to the Twitter group. All right, thank you. Right. I'll just get your live reactions to the Irish Beckenbauer in full flow. Prepared for. Oh, against Ukraine. That's not very um, centrist of him. Yeah. Wow. Nice. That, I mean, that, he he's he's pro Russia, which we now know. That's a, that, yeah. That 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 that's a lot of. Um, that that was a very Darwin Nunez touch onto his knee there, but um, yeah, when, yeah. Said, when when you said ran the length of the pitch, okay. <laughs> um, do you game. do you do you, do you know that like. do you know the pitch has two halves? Just <laughs> just wondering. Shane, who the fuck's Malumbi, by the way? I was expecting to see Joel Matip. Uh, Jason Jason Malumbi. He's uh, very confusingly plays for West Brom now because I saw him and, last night and I was used to. It was years of Malumbu they had, and now it's Malumbi. So, uh, he's <laughs> is it, an energetic midfielder? Is it his name like Jason as well, like with a yeah. Y? <laughs> it, was, it was a good finish, to be fair, outside the foot. He did look yeah. very Darwin esque, though, to be fair. So, he's done that wearing a Wolves coloured shirt and thought, you know what? Wolves is where Fuck, I need to he's be. He's a gangly bastard, him, and he's, he's big, long fucker. Yeah, now I'm... he's uh, right to the very top. And right to the very top. Fucking hell. So, but, yeah, um, on that note. On the ball, yeah, fucking hell. Good, good goal. Wasn't the full length of the pitch, but good goal. Yeah, yeah. He, maybe he can play midfield for us. Don't lie. He's got better ball progression than most of our midfielders. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. No worries. Well, on, on that. Um... Oh, that's what I was going to say. That, that fell off a bail. He looks good for you, Shane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's his name? What? I forgot his name. The what? Irish fella. The Irish fella for 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 Burnley. Is he Irish? What position is he? Cullen. Is it Cullen? Oh, Josh Cullen. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Uh, so Malumbi is our our Kante and uh, 
Colin is our Chavi. I think I've got that the right way around. Dave, what are you Just doing watching Burnley? I, I've got a... Listen, I've got a fat head. Vincent Company's got a fat head. I've got to show solidarity. Uh, well, if you've got the time. Well, I, I struggle to find a cap that fits me. He struggles to find a cap that fits him. It's only right Respect. that I support the man. Well, no, it was, that was a good game. That, well, it was all right. And then these rewards yeah. against Wigan. But yeah. Yeah, we're, 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 we're dragging. We've got to the burn. If, if Burnley have somehow entered the conversation, we're, we're officially filling time. Well, Seth Vandenberg might be going there. But anyway. Um, anyway. Yeah, on that note, um, thanks for listening and sticking with us. To be honest, I think our head has collectively been lost as well as, um, as Virgil van Disney. As Shane likes to call them. And um, we'll be back next week after Crystal Palace. Hopefully, not kind of hungover from another couple of drop points. But yeah, if you could do the usual follow us on socials, follow us on podcast platforms. Yeah, my head fell off. Um, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. Good luck. Goodbye.